Hi, I'm Jackie. And I'm Seth. And this is Never TMI. Where we talk about real things. And nothing is ever off limits. Oh, yay. Okay, this is <laughs> episode this is the big kahuna, guys. Number one. Episode number one. Verse number one. Chapter number one. We thought we'd kind of start with like our story. Just so you guys can get to know us. Just kind of as like a reference point for the future too. Because we'll be kind of diving into a bunch of different topics and they'll kind yeah. of a lot of them will just filter in through this episode so this is kind of just like how we met kind of like where we came from just all the garbage and the crap and all the things you know all the things <laughs> and kind of you know how we got to where we are now which is not perfect by any means but just better progressing um, yeah we're, we're we're working on it um but we're just gonna as always never tmi we're gonna keep it so real with you guys and we're gonna give you all the dirty <laughs> details and honestly this episode i feel like it's just this is gonna be like therapy for us honestly yeah this podcast but really today and i just to share with you guys we started uh marriage recently counseling. marriage counseling and i was telling jackie after our first session um it was pretty vulnerable because you know in counseling they're trying to understand you're basically catching them up to speed on yeah where you're at today and so a lot of that is sharing our story and that was really the first time for me to verbalize a lot of this stuff in i would say like five years because a lot of this happened you know we've been married just over five years yeah we had our five-year anniversary this year and so a lot of this was right at the beginning of our marriage and verbalizing it was, it was really hard for me. He like literally like afterwards was just like, I felt oh like I'd gosh. been ripped open he and needed to nothing like, had been put back together yeah. yet. And so it's just, I think that's literally what you said. You're like, I feel like yeah. they just like ripped me open and that's it. I was like, it's session one. Like, it was humbling, but it was also humbling. And I think it was a good practice for me to like actually say those things out loud. Yeah. To remember like where I've been and where I've come to today and where I still need to go. So like, yeah. it was just, it's kind of good to revisit that, not to dwell on it, but like, I think always remembering where we come from is, yeah. is very important. So. I will say too, like before we dive into... The nightmare that Seth was. <laughs> he is literally a different person. And, um, you know, people are people. So it's hard. It, yeah. It's uh, There's like an element of scary when you're like diving into the... I'm like, what if his mom hears this? Like, I don't know. I feel like there's an element of like, woo, this is scary. Because people can judge and people are going to think what they want to think. But like, I just want you to hear from me first and foremost. Like... We have a very beautiful, healthy marriage, one that I literally could never have dreamed of. And he is a major piece of that. And just, he's amazing. He's a different person now. So it, that's why we're able to be so open and honest is because like this, who he was is literally not who he is anymore. And obviously, you know, he's still Seth, but you know, the habits have changed. Praise the good Lord above. Thank so you, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So first we'll kind of tell you like how we met briefly and then we'll go into like, you know, what went down 
essentially. Yeah. So, so Jackie, how did we meet? This is like a question questionnaire. Okay. We met because I was definitely a third. We, we lived in Chicago. <clears throat> I'll say that. We were both going to school. I was at art school. I went for photography in Art Chicago. Of yeah, the Art Institute of Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Oh. And he was at Wheaton. Well, I had just gotten out of Wheaton and I started going to IIT. IIT. Yeah. yeah. So um, I met him because my um, sister, Brooke, my younger sister, she's like a year younger than me. Um, Super close. We're very close. And I was just always hanging out with her. She was going to Wheaton too. Um, so I would just like drive over, hang out with Brooke all the time. Um, Brooke's boyfriend at the time, now they're married. His name is Matthew. They were roommates. Yeah. So, you know, among other uh, other Matthew guys. Matthew and I were roommates. Matthew yeah. and him were roommates. And so Brooke was obviously hanging out with her boyfriend. And so whenever they would hang out at their house, I would just kind of tag along. And lo and behold, I meet Seth. He's kind of there all the time. Brooke and Matthew kind of pushed it a little bit until they were like, oh, man, this is actually a possibility. That would be kind of crazy. So it did happen. They were the best men man at each other's wedding, which was really cute. But, um. Yeah, so I kind of just, what did you say? So I forgot about I that. I know. Yeah. It's special. Um, But yeah, like Brooke and I are super close. They were super close. They played football together, and it was just like a match made heaven. So I, um, yeah, essentially being a third wheel, like, and they were kind of like, ooh, Brooke was like, Jackie, look at him. Look at his teeth. Look at, like, you know, whatever. And <laughs> every now and then, I was like, okay. And so we kind of, there was like an interest there. I would say for like a solid year before we actually started dating, we kind of like built this, like, well, we're not really cool talking thing. about it. Like we were, I felt like we were good friends before we even started actually Kind dating. of. Yeah. Well, yeah. And we'll get into yeah, the Yeah, we'll get into, I mean, n- l- hindsight, no. We, I don't think we were. I think it was just like. You this. were a good friend to me though yes. at the time yeah. based on who I was. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But <laughs> yeah. So that's how we met. I'm gonna have to work on like not like getting like re bitter here because it's so it's crazy. It's like funny. We were at um dinner last night just going over it and it's just funny. It's like wow, that was crazy. Can't believe it. But um, yes, yeah, so we started dating and then um, Brooke and Matthew moved actually to Dallas and it was kind of like are we going to do this or not kind of thing. Like they were sort of our like middleman point. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, okay, we're we going to do this or not. And then he wrote, didn't you write a letter to my dad? I think you made that up. I, I swear you did. I, Cause it I like would blew like me away for that. that you would like to pursue his daughter. If I did, I don't remember. And I don't remember a, a lot. The one from thing those, that's good. That stands out to me. A you few don't of those years there, but, um, um, I would like to say that I did that. That sounds like a I f- I literally feel like you did gentlemanly thing to do. So maybe whatever. Maybe I'll just anyway, take credit for that. But um, that yeah, that's <coughs> I feel like that's kind of how you were, even though you were a hot mess. Like you you were you were very intentional. So he wrote me a letter. I'd like to pursue you to date you. That's all I remember from it. Um, and then. Did I? Oh my gosh! Yes, he does. Just he doesn't remember so many things that are. I'm like, 
that was like pinnacle for me. So it like is a little hurtful. You don't remember? Right? I'm yes. A, I'm a neat. He wrote me a letter. Positive though. Before I was sitting on my the... purple velvet couch, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I was like, yes, like whatever. Anyway, purple velvet couch. Do you, okay, Let's please tell me you remember that, that one. I know. Anyway, um, yeah, and so we started dating. We dated for two years. We did long distance for how long of that? A year. Of the two years that we dated? Yeah. I think over a year. Like, we did long distance for the majority of our dating relationship. Yeah, it was it was a while. He yeah. moved to California, got a job Yeah. Um, so let in me construction. Real quick. Yeah. So I remember the first time I met Jackie, I was coaching at an inner school mm-hmm. or an inner city high school just while I was going to school downtown in Chicago. And she came to one of our games, and I saw her across the field there beforehand and that was i remember that was the first memory i have of jackie um what do you think i mean i thought you were cute you were different you had on these baggy ripped up jeans you were taking some pictures star wars t-shirt so jackie used to she went to school for photography and um she did that kind of at the beginning of her career launch just wedding photography and Mm. she's so gifted with stuff like that but um yeah and then so i took a job after graduating moved out to california and we did long distance there for i think over a year that was Mm -hmm. over a year because i was still in escondido when Mm -hmm. you when we got married and you moved there and we were there for a few months before we moved again so yeah it had to have been over a year. And I think long distance was actually, it was good for us because, you know, physically there's, we're attracted to each other, but we had made a commitment, you know, to not have sex before marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure, as you guys know, both of us have had sex prior to our relationship. With well, other people. With yeah, other people. In our previous relationships. Yeah, previous. And so we had made a commitment. Um, at that point in our lives that we wanted to, you know, what's the word? Absence? Refrain? Abstain? I don't know. So, so We just, just, we were like, no, clearly yeah. it ain't working. And the it just clouded so many things. And we were just like, we don't need this added level of like extra drama. Right. So, so the long distance definitely helped with that. But it also forced us to really communicate. Mm. And so we talked on the phone a lot. A lot of it was me sleeping on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, I think probably almost every night I would always fall asleep we on the phone. We would pray together every single night and we were supposed to like, you know, switch yep. off. It was just me. And I was just, I was gone. But, uh, so that really was, I think it was good for our communication skills. Yeah. Early on. Um, and then. Okay. So we get married. Yep. And at this point in my life, Seth, so I had been in some horrifying relationships, got cheated on, was just kind of like, played more of like a motherly role, honestly, like in some relationships, I just was like a project person. So it was like, I saw the potential, let's work on it, whatever. So just kind of got taken advantage of, lied to a lot, cheated on, whatever. So Seth was like this glimpse of like, oh my gosh. (laughs) He's such a man, and he had never lied to me. Like, I got to make that a point because 
when we got married, that was like something that I was just so unbelievably thankful for was like, wow, this guy has never lied to me. And that has never happened before. Crazy. Right. So we get married. I was a wedding photographer, like full time at this point, mm-hmm. two weeks into our marriage. I'm, <laughs> I don't even think even two weeks into our marriage, whatever, two weeks into our marriage, I have two back-to-back weddings in Chicago. So at this point, I'm kind of shooting weddings in like Dallas, Chicago, and San Diego, just because those were like the frequent places um, that we always were. So shooting two back-to-back weddings in Chicago on two like weekends next to each other. So I was gone for two weeks. So literally fly out. I'm on the airplane and we land and I get like, a million texts from one of my friends who at the time I had kind of spoken to often just kind of as like an encourager, like just, we had gotten to know each other really quickly, you know, her boyfriend at the time. And I had just gotten married to Seth. They were super, super close. They still are to this day. It's very special. Um, but he, you know, was kind of whatever dealing with some stuff So I was constantly talking to her, trying to encourage her in her relationship. Like Seth was kind of the good guy. And (laughs) this, her boyfriend. He was just a wild child. He was wild child, just crazy, but literally the best person you'll ever meet. Heart of gold, but just wild. And so I was constantly just like, you know, we talked on the phone like multiple times a week, just like, okay, I'm trying to encourage her, whatever. So she... I get a million texts from her on the airplane. I land and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm freaking out. So I am like, she's like, he, you know, he's lying to me, um, which at the time it was kind of like, all right, here's a, you know, situation bump in the road. We're going to deal with it. Like, let's whatever. She's like, oh my gosh, whatever. So I'm, because Seth and him are friends, I'm like texting and calling Seth, like frantically, haven't even deboarded the plane. Um, like, you know, something's up with him. Like, can you figure it out? I don't know. That part's a little blurry. Either way, it was just like, he's lying. A hundred percent. He's lying. I'm so sorry because he's saying that he's with Seth and Seth is at home. Right. Cause like he just dropped me off at the airport and then he was supposed to go home to my knowledge. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm sorry, girl. Like, yeah, he's lying. And I'm so sorry, like how unfortunate, how sad, but he is lying because he's not with Seth. Seth, my, you know, wonderful husband just dropped me off at the airport, you know, a couple hours ago and is home. So I'm like, Seth, you gotta like, right. Essentially like, you know, I can't believe it. You know, she's saying he's lying, whatever he, I call him and he's like, I was like, where are you right now? And he's like. I just woke up from a nap and I'm about to eat your leftover quesadilla, (laughs) right? (laughs) Which, you know, yeah, had a leftover quesadilla. I was planning to take a nap. Yeah. Except he was what, on his way to LA? Or were you already in LA? He dropped, this boy dropped me off at the airport and and bolted for. I did. I went up to. LA, right? Orange County. Oh, in Orange County. To meet her boyfriend yeah. so they could 
light it up, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so at this point, you know, it wasn't like smoking weed that was an issue. It was the lying about it. So this was a massive thing that, like, we communicated about in our relationship. And from my past, you know, I... I had partied a little bit in high school and, you know, I went to Wheaton College, which is a a very strict Christian college. And I, you know, hindsight 2020, it's unfortunate and I regret it, but I broke a lot of their rules while I was at Wheaton. I mean, to be honest, they did have some pretty strict rules for like adults. They did have very strict rules, but I signed up for that, so... I partied in college a lot, drinking, smoking, and uh, once I went to California, where it was legal, I continued to smoke in California, and even through our dating relationship, you know, that's something that I would, I would let Jackie in on, I, like, she knew that it was something that I struggled with and wanted to stop, because it's, it wasn't a habit that I could see you know, having in the future, especially mm-hmm. with kids and stuff like that. And and you did at some point. Like, he would kind of be honest and tell yeah, me, like, I smoked, I would, you know, and I was like, all right, it's fine. You know, I was essentially trying to, like, help him through this thing. So, like, I tried to be transparent with yeah. it. But then I think when I got to California and it was so easily accessible. Plus there were your friends, yeah. With friends, yeah. There were definitely times where I would do it and I wouldn't tell her. Just because I felt bad, yeah. like I was guilty, I felt guilty about it, and so that it's just it's crazy how one little lie mm-hmm. can turn can just the snowball effect of it, and mm-hmm. so that um that really just rolled into this lie, and I know I'm sure the story is probably very confusing for those that are listening in. So long story short, um, I'm caught in this big lie. Jackie calls me and says. Hey, where are you? I tell her I'm at home when really I was not at home. And she says, well, my friend has been calling me and saying that, um, you're together. I'm with my other friend and we're not disclosing names just for privacy sake, but, and it just, it was a moment that I couldn't there was no getting out of there it. There was it's no like way out of his it. His friend either has to lie to me. And, like, we didn't have that kind of relationship. Like, I feel like he wouldn't do that. And I feel like he kind of was like, all right, bro. To Seth, it was kind of like, all right, you're caught. And it well, even, would. Even it, before that, though, yeah. I knew that there was no way out of this. Totally. And so I just, just I had to fess up to it. And I came clean to Jackie I told her that I wasn't at home about to eat my quesadilla and my quesadilla. <laughs> and yeah. then I had to call my friend and just I told him, dude, I'm lying to my wife. I messed up big time. Because he didn't know you were lying, right? He didn't know I was lying. I think he was kind of just tripped out about like, why is she? Yeah, <laughs> like, crazy? what the heck is happening? <laughs> so like, yeah, well, so Seth I was probably like, have yeah. all the answers to your problems. So, yeah, it was just a moment where I was fully exposed um, because I was being deceitful. And, you know, in the moment it sucked. And it's just like, man, what do you do? But at the same time, it was like a moment of surrendering to be like, I can't, I have nowhere else to Mm -hmm. go, no other excuses. And so like, 
for me, that was a really big turning point in my personal life and obviously in our marriage, but just it's like a moment where I finally had to come clean about something that I was living a lie about. For like a long time. And it was kind of a deep, like there were some, the hike, he went on a hike one time and it's like, (laughs) you guys were up there for so long. What the heck is happening? Like, are you okay? I'm thinking you're like dead. And it's like all these moments. Well, we did get lost. That was it. You did get lost, but you were also like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, high as a kite just on the top of a mountain. You know, which I didn't know. (laughs) You know, so it's like all these little things. I'm like, wow, okay. These like, you know, here I am like, oh, I'm so sad for you, your poor feet. But I'm like, oh, you were lying. So all these things just like started coming to light. And I, that was like the beginning of him fessing up to these things. So mind you, I'm in Chicago for two weeks. I'm bawling my eyes out in Chicago O'Hare Airport. Like I, my life, my heart, I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. What else is there? I knew there was more. Just honestly, what? Yeah, oh, I was going to say, ahead. I don't even know if you know this, but after that oh, day, in. after that day, I I think I had a, I, I know I had a, um, like a vape pen. Okay. Like, and the next morning I woke up and I walked to the beach and Did I took the pen. It? No. Oh. Oh, I was like, oh. Well, you know what? I think I did it that that oh, night before. Of course you did. <laughs> Just that because I while was I'm like, bawling wow, my eyes out, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> man. <laughs> but the next morning, I woke up and I took the pen and I walked to the beach and I threw it as far as I could into the ocean. Did he's you know that? dramatic. That's what I, I love that about is, you. It's, it's very drama. dramatic, but that was just like, man. That's good. It's because I was wrestling with it all night. Yeah. Of like, wow, just how did I end up here? Yeah. And that was like yeah. just a moment for me to say like, okay, I can't do this. Like, yeah. this is clearly unacceptable. And again, and it's it wasn't about like, well, yeah, the but weed. The it, life. It's, like, it's like the lifestyle. It was like you were just engulfed in this massive lie. Yes. So, you know, we kind of, I, I think I, we had just, I, I was like, all right, I need space. That was kind of what happened. So we would send these long texts to each other. Cause I was like, I'm going to like rip you new one. If we get on the phone, <laughs> like I'm no. So like he was of course, so apologetic. So like, you know, nothing in the doghouse. He knew it. It was just like, he's down. And I knew he was so broken too. Cause he was just like, like I'm nothing. And his, Seth's personality, like, if I'm upset with him, he's a million times more upset with himself. Like, that's just who he is. Yeah. His self-esteem, like, we're working on it. So, like, I think I knew there was a part of me that was like, I know you're struggling, so I don't want to make you feel like trash as badly as I want to. And as much as you actually deserve that, I need some space or else, you know, don't worry, enough of the degrading came wow. later. But in that moment, like... What a woman. Oh, well... Yeah, I was also horrifying, like, later on. But I think I was just like, okay, he's, like, down to nothing. So we, I I asked for some space, and then, you know, I was like, we got on the phone, and I was like, okay, anything that you're hiding, I want to know it all. Tell me everything, every little thing. I don't care what it is. 
I'm ready. Like, I need you to tell me everything because this is absolutely never going to work. This marriage cannot thrive the way that we wanted to. And we always, always said like, and, and I think what hurt me the most was that I had such big, massive dreams of like this above average, out of this world, unbelievable relationship. And I was like, oh, that's mm. shot. So like, I was like, I thought we're on the same page, but I'm like, okay, we can't do this unless you are 100% fully transparent with me about every little thing you have lied to me about, like up to this point, I'm talking your relationship with your parents. I'm talking your, you know, past before you even knew me. Like, what do I not know about the man that I just married? And you better lay it out right now. So, um, I think you said, okay, let me think about it. I'll call you back. And you did. And there was a long list of things. Yeah. And and so that, 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 like this story, that moment is like a, a, uh, just a snapshot of a lot of other issues that I've had. Yeah. And so this, I, I guess I'm sure the first time I, like there were multiple iterations of then everything coming out. And so I take full ownership. You know, this is not how anyone should ever start a, a relationship, let alone a marriage. And yeah. I think honestly, if as I think about it even now, I know that I had fear in me because I, I know that I didn't want to lose you. And I felt like if I told you everything before we got married, it would have shifted everything. Yeah. yeah, That I would have lost you. And, um, I'm so thankful for you. Just let me say that. And I know that that was not the right way to do it. So I'm sorry, but I just, um, I had a lot of, things in my past that I didn't disclose to her. Obviously I I did tell her some of the stuff, a lot of the big stuff, like, and that's a, and like Jackie said at the beginning, there's going to be so many topics that we talk about in this podcast. Yeah. Kind of that, that helped come us up get to where we, to are, where we are, now. are now and not that we're perfect, but there, there's just, um, a lot of topics that will come up, but you know, the relationships that I had in the past, I did. I told her about big things, but like female relationships. Yeah, female relationships. But like, what's the line of too much detail to dis- to disclose? Do I need to disclose yeah. to her every single detail or not? Like, those are questions that I'm I'm wrestling with. Um, I I blew past that, but I'm just saying like those are some of the things that I was thinking about. So I came i think i i told you a lot of the big stuff there was you know i had one major relationship in high school and into the first part of college like one dating one dating relationship relationship. yeah um you know i had i had sex in that relationship and then there were other relationships not dating relationships but other girls that i had hooked up with throughout college that i didn't really disclosed yeah. to Jackie and so that I I had to tell her about that. I had a a long past of pornography addiction that she knew about to some extent but not the full extent. Yeah. And I think at that point it was like it was something that you used to struggle with but you had like an accountability group and it was like fine to yeah. my knowledge at the time. So 
I'm sure I definitely yeah. played it off as like, oh, I have this under control when I definitely did it. Yeah. And so I was just trying to be better than I, I was. And Drinking. This really slapped me in the face. Yeah, so drinking, smoking, Sorry, addicted to pornography. To, like, get it all out. Um, addicted to sex, addicted to addiction. <laughs> I <don't even> know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think, like, yeah, it, that it was, was just, the main stuff. Like, main I just want you guys to, lying. like, know. I was a liar. Yeah, it was and, just and, a uh, lot of stuff that, like, and, and so, I think I had a feeling that, like, you just, there were things I didn't know, but I didn't know how, like, I would just ask so many questions and be like, what about this? And you, he was so closed off. So it was almost like, all right, like, what, what is it? What is this stuff that, like, through our yeah. dating relationship, like, I just am unaware of? Like, what is there? And there had even been, like, little Facebook messages from random girls that I'm like, who is this? And it's like, oh, gosh, no, <laughs> like, something crazy. So I'm like, what is happening? I just didn't really fully understand it. But I, I knew, beyond the shadow of a doubt, he was the one that I was supposed to marry. It was just this piece that I had. <laughs> So, like, I think I kind of bypassed a few things as I was like, I know this is the one that the Lord has for me, but, like, what the heck? Who are you? You know what I mean? So, all of that came out. The porn, the... And I was like, go into detail. Give me the extent. What are we working with? He drank too much. He lied about drinking. Just, like, I wouldn't I wouldn't say you were, like, a full-blown alcoholic. There was just, like... It was just, uh, I don't know. In all of this, I was also like lying about all of lying it. Lying about and all so of like it. So like lying yeah. is probably the underlying thing. That was 100%. The, like we, we yeah. drink to this day, like, you know, whatever. We will have a drink every now and then. But like, so yeah, it, it, I always say, and I've always said, I can deal with like X, Y, Z. I cannot deal with lying. Like mm-hmm. I can always deal with the issue. Let's work through it together. We're a team. You're not perfect. I'm not expecting you to be perfect. If you're addicted to, I don't care what, let's, I will work with you. But you being dishonest with me, that is uh, something I cannot work with. That's something we will not, this will not work. Like it's, I don't know. So, and the reason for that though, is because of, I think the, the ultimate reason is trust because with, with dishonesty, you cannot have trust in it's a relationship. This fat and a trust is a foundational yeah. pillar of a, a relationship, a, a good relationship, a healthy relationship. Yeah. So, and so this happened, you know, I, Jackie said it was a phone conversation, but once she came back from Chicago, oh, I remember <laughs> there were literally, we probably had at least three or four other conversations about this, and we yeah. kind of left it as like, if there's any, I think I left it to Jackie to say, if you have any questions about my past, I mm-hmm. give you the right to ask me whatever you, whatever comes to your mind, and I will tell you the truth. Yeah. And so that that would happen. But then I would also, I remember one morning I woke up. I'll never forget and that. And I'm like, Jackie, I, I literally woke up Jackie. I was like, Jackie, I feel like I need to tell you something. Like yeah. that I didn't disclose. And so this went on. Months. Like, it was months. Yeah, it was it was quite a while. And so that was just a lot for our relationship. It was a lot for Jackie in the beginning. And again, it's not how 
we would ever recommend anyone ever start a relationship, but that is what we started on. And I was so thankful. Like, even the, I mean, I look back and I'm like, yes, that was literally hell on earth. But at the same time, I was so thankful for his willingness to choose, to be honest, like to choose the direction that he was going to go. Like, it was like, you could either, this can like ruin us because you're like, yeah, I'm a liar. Sorry. Or, and I knew his character and that's something I think I, I had confidence in deep down. Like there were definitely, I mean, when everything came out, I was like, I don't know you. I feel trapped. I want to leave. I, I can't believe it was like, I can't believe you did this. And now I have to stay because I was not going to just leave you know it's like we just got married we have this dream wedding and now like I want to leave you know it's like no I'm gonna look psychotic if I'm like and we're getting a divorce after two weeks so like yeah I think that's another thing too just so you guys know like we went into marriage with the the yeah. idea that divorce is not an option unless you and not me. A, yeah unless someone is unfaithful I, oh, I, I, I don't know but Which, you know, people work through that kind of yeah, stuff. Even so, then, it's like we, but we went in with the idea that divorce is not going to be an option. We don't use the word divorce. We never throw it out like that as an absolute non-negotiable mm-hmm. in our relationship. And so I'm sure some, if not many of you hearing this story thinks we are crazy, thinks Jackie's crazy for staying with me. But yeah. like, we decided even before we got married that we are going to commit to this relationship. For better or for worse, that's what we vowed to and we took it very seriously. And I think I I knew him. I knew his heart. I knew it was good. And I think people always ask me, especially in my Q&As, like, how do you you like make it work after he's lied to you or she's lied to you or whatever? My answer will always be, you know, again, there's a million different things we're going to talk about in these episodes and you know not all of them are going to be this heavy we just want you guys to know like where we come from and whatever but like I will always say it takes two 100% he had to choose to want to be honest with me he had he had to like and by no means was he perfect he absolutely lied after that too but like it was just farther and fewer between and and I think too like lying is an issue it's something you need to work through like just like me raising my voice and yelling at him and degrading him and disrespecting him like that was a self-control issue that I had and still can struggle with to this day lying was an issue for him lying is not an issue for me like it's just not um but raising his voice and making me feel like garbage wasn't an issue for him you know what I mean like I think we can't elevate certain issues and be like, I expect you to quit. To Like, it was something he had done his whole life. And so I think I had, like, in marriage, you literally, in relationships, you have to have that grace. I think it's a little different when you're dating. Um, but I will say, because we were married, I was like, okay, yeah. this is insane and really frustrating and disappointing. But, like, where I'm I'm with you let's work through it sometimes I handled it absolutely terribly and I always look back and I always tell people like I was just as bad as he was a hundred percent I always say that because 
like there's a way to go about something and I just went about it in the worst way. Like I wanted him to hurt as bad as I hurt. And so I just made him feel like crap. I yelled at him. I threw things. I literally would just leave the house angry. You know, I'll never forget like coming home one time I left and I didn't tell him where I was going, but I just like drove away. And then I came back and he was literally standing in the middle of the floor crying, like bawling his eyes out. And I was like, oh my gosh. And we, it was a massive fight. We fought all the time after that. It was, our marriage was just like in a horrible place. But, um, he's like, can you basically, can you like never say, can you never just leave? Like, can you never say you're going to leave me? Like, don't just leave. And I was like, okay, like I didn't, you know, we're, we're like learning each other. We're disrespecting each other. It was just like, we were so lost in the beginning. And especially after everything kept coming and like, like Seth said, it was just like, you know, every other day it was like new information that I was like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. But we were both committed to having a great relationship. So he vowed to be honest. And if I, if I told him you eating, you know, grape jelly makes me feel some kind of way, he was like, all right, I'll stop. Like he was so willing. And that is something I 100% appreciate about him. I think he made a decision and was like, I want to be a man of character. I want to, you know, he knew who he wanted to be. It was kind of just this ticking time bomb to like, you know, I don't know. I think it was like the biggest, the, the best thing that could have happened for him because it was like, all right, well, now's the time to become the person I've needed to become. So, yeah. and I think there's a few things that you said that I want to yeah. briefly touch on. But even you know, from a character standpoint, like your calling can only be as high as your character. And I heard that somewhat recently, but it's so true. Is like the character, the person that you are, like your calling is going to be capped at at that. And mm. so, but something Jackie also mentioned that. We literally just talked about, like this came up, I think literally last week. Um, and it's the idea of like, I had my struggles. Jackie also had her, I say struggles. I had my issues. Jackie also had some of her issues. But, you know, you might say something like you might compare pornography addiction to raising your voice as like, yeah, pornography addiction is way worse. But I think, you know, when we think about that, at the end of the day, it's all considered sin. And, and so we were having the conversation that, like, you can't really, and this is something Jackie's done such a great job of, and her grace to me, it just blows me away. Even as we retell this story, I'm so thankful for just the graciousness that you give to me. But, like, at the end of the day, sin is sin, and there aren't levels of sin. It's all yeah. sin. And, and so, of course, you need to deal with things differently. Absolutely. Different, you know, there's a seriousness, le but, like, and the, he's yeah. not so much worse than I am as a person. He just struggles with some pretty sucky, heavy things, or, you know, struggled, and those had to be dealt with accordingly. So yeah. obviously certain measures need to be taken. But yes, I, you're, you know, to your point, it's like I have to remember I'm like just to not judge. I think at the end of the day, like yeah. that is 
kind of what that reminds me of. It's like, we, I can't just judge you and think you're just this awful person. It's like, we're all messed up. We all suck. And we all struggle with different things. And like, you know, you can struggle with porn addiction, but my heart could be so ugly. Um, so yeah, um, that's a good point. I I will say though, so to continue the story a little bit. So we were, we lived in California for three years and that was really good for us in this season because we were on our own. It was Jackie, myself, and we got King. King is our dog when we were married, probably close to a year in, but, um, it was a time that we were isolated and away from family Family. and even friends, a lot of friends. Yeah. And so that was really a time that we had to cling to each other. We had to cling to the word. We had to cling to, um, mentors and and just really focus on working on our relationship so that was um that was i know a very key thing and that was a benefit yeah yeah and i think even if we were near family i think it's possible like i think it was an advantage for us to not for me to not be able to be like peace out i'm going to my parents house to tell them how terrible you are and call my siblings about how much you suck like that was an advantage to me, even though it felt really, really lonely. That was something I didn't want to like, I didn't want to put a damper on his name and who he was just cause again, like I was, <laughs> I'm like such a, I saw so much potential and I knew like, mm, no, he's not going to be this way forever. I don't want them to like remember him this way or know all this deep stuff. And now it's amazing. It's amazing to see like, I was able to discipline myself to not be like, he's so terrible. Look, like, let me call you and tell you he lied about this and he lied about that. Now I'm able to, or we're able to like be honest about our story. And there's not like this, like, oh, I hate him. I can't believe he did that to you. It's like, you know, now we're good. So I think that was a big piece of the puzzle too. Like being away from family helped me to not be able to like run and just be like, I'm going to confide in you guys. He's terrible. Because again, people are people and especially siblings, like they love me They're You know, I don't care how amazing they think he is at the end of the day, they're going to be like, you don't deserve whatever, or, you know, so-and-so. So I think even if you're near family, like disciplining yourself to not dish every detail or, um, defile like the name of your husband or to, um, just paint him in a negative light or, you know, kind of give intimate details of what he's struggling with without permission, kind of. Just because, again, people are people. I don't care if they're your parents, your sisters, whatever. My sisters are the most wonderful women in the world. But, like, there's just the, that, you know, we'll talk about that another time with boundaries and all that kind of stuff. But, like, mm, yeah. that is something I would really just side note encourage you women to do is, like, yeah, we're going to struggle in our marriages 100%. We're going to think they're trash sometimes. But, like, to go and tell people you love and trust, you know, whatever. Yeah. They're, it, it's just not, like, the healthiest thing. So keep that in mind. But And I, I will say um, something that I give Jackie so much credit for is she had such great vision for our marriage and she had a great example of, yeah. you know, two parents. Uh, her parents were just, their marriage is one that we look up to 
so much to today. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, after we moved from California, we moved to Dallas and we lived with her parents for literally three over years. three years. Yeah. So getting to be in that environment, then to see their relationship day to day and what that looks like, that was also really beneficial for us growing and healing and but Jackie's vision for our relationship she's always even when we were dating she's she knew that I want a not average but a great relationship and I I gotta be honest that's something that I never thought of like getting married like I, I just just like yeah people get married I was so um Small minded. minded. Yeah, thank you. I was so small minded with what a relationship looks like and even just exposure to relationships. Like, oh, the guy goes off to work, the woman stays home, takes care of the kids. Like, that was my image of a marriage. And Jackie just broke all of those barriers for me. And that's been wonderful. Again, that's something we can dive into in another episode. I think, too, I remember you going to work and being like, he would start to notice things that he's like, I don't know if I want this. Like, you know, someone would be like, oh, man, my wife packed me a boring lunch today or something. Do you remember that? I mean, I I remember that happening. I don't remember us talking about it, but he I'm just sure we, we were driving in the car and he was like and it was kind I of like start a, to see those. Yeah, like, he was wow, like, this is that's not very happy. That doesn't sound good. That sounds yeah. like a little negative. And, and I'm like, yeah, we're not going to do that. You know what I mean? Like. So I think, and, and he, it's not like it was like my vision and I was making it happen. Like he kind of hopped on board and was like, and we, yeah, hundred percent. And to this day, I think, you know, and again, we'll talk about those things, but we took so many drastic, some drastic, some people think we're crazy measures to, that seems so normal and fine and wonderful to us things that just kind of helped us to remain like above reproach in you know other relationships we talk about you know people who have best friends of the opposite sex or driving the car with the opposite all this kind of stuff that we it's some serious boundaries really put some serious boundaries on and um that i believe have have continued to save our marriage and keep it just at a level that not even like oh it's keeping us afloat there's so many things we don't even need to think about or worry about like it arguments we don't have to have just because we're good and like you know striving to become each other's best friend and and what that looks like like we we were friends kind of dating but then we got married and it's like oh I literally hate you how did we become best friends how because that was a journey in and of itself um how did we step into each other's world? So like, there's so many things we did and continue to do and implement into our marriage that like brought us closer, that not only um, helped us to like be good and stay afloat and have like a relationship, a good relationship, but just like one that we're so thankful for and in love with and just happy with and, you know, whatever like we're so imperfect but like I trust this man more than anything and we took you know a lot of measures to get there and I think something my mom has always said is like low risk low reward high risk high reward so like their relationship she's like it was a high risk relationship like but man the reward is big and you know those people that just 
it's low risk and it's safe and it's comfortable and you get married and you have the kids and you're, you go through your daily life and that's it. But we both were like, no, we're strapping in for something crazy and wild and big. And I think we're so passionate about people having a bigger vision for their marriage, for their kids, for their life. Like it's so much bigger than that. And you can leave such a legacy. Like my parents, just paved they are the reason that I am like oh no like I don't want normal and boring like I want insane and it's so much fun and life feels so much more fulfilling and it's scarier and it's definitely like man like I don't know it's risky but it's not to say too though that the uh, you know a low risk low reward relationship is wrong like not at all you know that's just what you want you know for some people and then you know by no means, we're not saying that if the man goes to work and the woman stays home and takes care of the kids like that, and that, that also can be doesn't a very mean low, good thing. Yes, and, that's and that not doesn't low mean risk. low like, risk. It's just, yes. and so that's really you have to do what you feel in your spirit is the right thing for you to do. And but I so, think it's it's a mindset is kind of it's, it's more a of a mindset. mindset. It was a, for me, it was a huge mindset shift. Yeah, and it opened my eyes to think that like, oh, the way that I've always thought about something doesn't have to be this way. Yeah. And that's kind of where we got on to that journey. And and if you think about it, like we can kind of end on this, but if you think about it, like marriage today in society, what's the divorce rate is over 50% and that's for 50%. everyone across the board. Yeah. So like marriage right now is not like in society, it's not a, it's not like a, this thing that's like, out of this world people are striving for like it's really not there's not a lot of great examples there's not a lot to go on in order to like like what we do that I feel like really blesses our marriage and kind of sets it apart in our mind people think is insane rightfully so it because it's just it's different it's not normal so the your average person is okay with your kind of average relationship divorce is an option you know we you know it, it's not super fun or super happy and we never have sex or we have sex you know once every two months and it's terrible and we're disrespectful towards each other and we you know whatever like that's kind of your average marriage so like I think it is a mindset and and something that obviously takes a lot more work but I think at the end of the day we were so willing, like two messed up, broken people. Mm. It doesn't matter how messed up, like as long as we made a decision, we came together and made a decision to have a marriage and a relationship that looked different from the average. And that was like, I don't know, worth worthwhile. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like something that we're really proud of. And so... And the other thing to that point, though, is this, our whole story, that whole story we just told you of when things blew up and Ish hit the fan, you know, the the underlying theme, I think, is work that yeah. Jack is talking about. Like, a good relationship and for a, a relationship to last requires work. Like So much work. And... I didn't know that going into marriage, but today I can stand or sit in front of this camera and tell you 
working at a marriage is the hardest thing I've ever done. Getting married was easy, but staying married is the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah. And it because it requires so much work. And I think people today don't realize that like it's almost like an ignorance that relationships require that much work. Mm. And so um Oh, I posted a video and someone said it so many thousands of people said it should not be this hard. If it's this hard, leave. Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? And, and that's, yeah, it's hard. It's, like, yeah. A relationship is hard. And love is a choice. Like, you have to choose to love. It is not and, a feeling. Yes. Right. It's And so work, but then I think even more than work, the underlying theme of grace. Yeah. And just Jackie's grace to me, God's grace to us, just like, like it without grace you have to be able to extend grace to other people yeah like jackie was saying people are people and we all fall short and just like those two things i think for me are underlying themes of our story as we go on and so um i i hope that this was encouraging to you i hope it was interesting for those that were listening <laughs> right um, for all my but, nosy gals out there but this, this is a tea I hope you guys see, though, how this is going to kind of set up the podcast. So that's why we want to start with sharing our story. Lots of topics that we want to go into, you know, um, just from this episode, boundaries. Yeah, all you guys are very curious about our boundaries, and we are very excited to dive in. A little scared because people do come for us, but it's fine. That's like, a, that's, that's that how we, it works for us. Yeah, and I know I've, there's been a couple of you who it works for too. And which is cool to hear. Yes. So boundaries, sex, addictions, what are some of the other stuff? I mean, literally in-laws is a big one. I get a ton of questions about in-laws. Yeah. That'll be fun. Um, it, yeah. I would say conflict resolution, rebuilding trust, rebuilding how trust. to rebuild trust. <laughs> Yeah. Um, even dating, like if we can look back at distance, some of our, like yeah, we got to talk about that communication, like a lot of communication, stuff, communication, romance, how to become best friends. That's a, that'd be, that's, yeah, a, that's a good a one. one. I feel like that took quite a bit of work. Yeah. Um, so these are, you know, this is, I hope that this is encouraging to y'all just as a launch pad as we continue to, um, produce more of these shows. Hopefully they won't all be quite this long. I know this is probably going to be one of our longer videos but really just wanted to dive deep and really be real yeah. and open and transparent with you guys about who we are what we've gone through and and we never want to here today so yeah i, I mean <laughs> last thing i we never want to come from a place of like Look at us right. now. Like, we are messed up. We literally just enrolled in marriage counseling for a reason. Like, we <laughs> just, like, we've come so stinking far. But um, we still have so But we'll always, go. like, the, we're literally five years in. Like, we have so much work to do. But I know, like, I'm very proud of the books we've read, the things we've done, the people we've talked to, the mentors we've had. My parents, like his parents, thinks we were able to learn and pull from different people, things we want, things we don't want. Like we really have done a lot of hard work, um, marriage conferences, podcasts, like to learn the things that we've learned and implement and kind of have had some time to like figure some things out. And so we never are coming to you from like 
you know, we got it all together and let's uh, let us share our wisdom. We're sharing from a million things that we've kind of pulled our from experience. and that have helped our marriage yeah. big time, our relationship, whatever. So we, again, like he said, like we're just, we're literally, we've got nothing to hide. We want to be as open and transparent as possible with you guys. Just um, our heart is for us to all be in this together, just to kind of bring a little, um, like a, a a little dose of reality. Like this is real marriage, even though it's beautiful and wonderful. Like this is just real life. We just want to talk about the real stuff and yeah. um, we're in it with you guys. It's not like, you know, whatever. So we really appreciate you guys. And this was so nice. And I'm, I don't know. Yeah. I'm very excited. Therapeutic for, for I know us. it is. It's so. like, man, I love you. Yeah. I love you too. Okay. Well, thank you guys. And again, I'm Seth. I'm Jackie. And this is Never TMI, and we are signing off. Peace out.